Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one actual play podcast. I'm your husband, NGM Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. Merry Christmas, my darling. Merry Christmas! How are you doing? I am good. I'm just sitting here, eating some Mike and Ikes, feeling great about myself. Yeah? Yeah. I don't... Why... Why? They're bad audio, I know, but they're, they're really They're tasty. terrible audio. But they're tasty. They're not tasty either. They're, they are tasty. So, ladies and gentlemen... I have grown up eating Mike and Ike's because the factory that makes them, or the company that makes them, Just Born, is in my hometown. And so we would get them for free all the time. They make peeps. They make hot tamales. And so when I moved out of my hometown, no one had any idea what I was talking about other than peeps. Everyone and it knows kills me. Who, what Mike's and Ike's I don't and think that's are. true. And everyone hates Mike and Ike's. I don't think that's true. Mike and Ike's are delicious. They're just sugar. And they're awful audio, but they're just sugar, so they're tasty. They're also awful audio. Diana has a box of them. Listen. And then has them lined up. They are just gooey pills. <laughs> they're so good. And here's the thing. Before we started recording, Diana let her intentions known that she wanted to talk about Mike and Ike's. I did. I did, the podcast. because no one knows what they are. And when I replied, that they're not very Christmassy. I, I'm sorry, what was your response when I said Mike and Ike's and Just Born aren't very Christmassy? Peeps! Peeps are not Christmassy! They make Christmas tree peeps! I don't care what they make. Peeps are and they do a best. Peep, they do a peep drop on New Year's Eve. That's a holiday theme. Peeps are at best an Easter candy. I will agree that, that they is, are bigger at Easter. That is the nicest thing I can say about Peeps. <laughs> no, Peeps it's, are disgusting. They are the worst things ever. So are Mike and Ike's. No, Mike and Ike's aren't as bad as Peeps. Pe- peeps are like marshmallows that have gone bad that someone decided to roll in sugar. They're the worst things ever, and I know some people love them. You are bad people. You're bad people if you like Peeps. But they make well, Christmas... St- no, I'm, obviously, this is very opinionated and there's a, a it's very one-sided. It doesn't matter. You're bad people. They make <laughs> they make Christmas tree peeps. They make them and in my hometown, well not in my hometown, but in a near hometown mm-hmm. of some people, they do a peep drop on New Year's. It's very holiday themed and it doesn't matter because I'm eating some green peeps and some red peeps and that's Christmas. So I loudly you- chew my Mike and Ikes in response. So, uh, Christmas is a garbage holiday, so, kind of. For some people. But it's also a... I don't see gelatin. American institution, mm-hmm. I think you could argue. I mean, we could always just celebrate the winter, solst- winter solstice. I'd be way more into that. But I wrote us up a special Christmas adventure for you and me to run through. Yay. Despite the garbageness of this holiday in Listen, general. it's all about love. Is it? I think you have to, because a lot of American holidays are in- extremely problematic. I think you just need to. Oh, but not Christmas. Christmas. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm including Christmas. Yes. Yes, it is. It is incredibly problematic. Oh, my God. I'm I getting. Think, I think you just need to boil it down to the values it pretends it's about and then make it about those values. Okay. So, like, Christmas boil it down it's about family and love and appreciation thanksgiving oh it's also about the genocide and the murder of of hundreds and thousands of people but also it's about being grateful for the things that you've had easter is not just about commercialized and some weird bastardized bunny who lays eggs that's a weird thing 
It's about family and spring and new things. I can go on forever. You got to boil it down to what it pretends to be about and then make it about that thing mm. that it's pretending to be about. Okay. This is why I love holidays. You're eating these Mike and Ikes off of the table. I am. And I'm sure the cat, cat was all over. On. I don't care. This is how I have a stronger immune system oh, than you. Eat God. dirt. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, eat some dirt. You'll feel better and your immune system will thank you. So... I made an adventure for Yay, Christmas. adventure. A special Christmas adventure. Woohoo! And for this adventure, you're going to make a new character. And that new character is going to be a fighter. Yay. And it's going to be an Arctic elf. Ooh. So you are an Arctic elf or a Tundric, Chandra elf. Mm. And a warrior. Okay. The name of this adventure is the Red-Robed Lich of the Northern Lights. So mm. can you guess... Can you guess kind of what the what the idea behind this adventure is? No. <laughs> Tell me. I'm, no, I'm not going to. If you, can't, if you cannot piece it together, you don't deserve to know. I'm, I'm sorry for the loud laughter, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to do a couple things. Okay. The first thing is that you are an Arctic elf. Mm-hmm. But you're not taking the elf move from the fighter playlet book. Okay. Well, I guess you could... If you want. But I was thinking what we might do is we could use uh, the what's called the heritage move in okay. the Planar Codex Dark Heart of the Dreamer source book. Mm-hmm. And the heritage moves are a revamped version uh, of racial moves. Okay. Uh, so that you can kind of employ culture instead mm-hmm. of just race. Which I think is a pretty cool concept. Yeah. So it's based around the idea that, you know, your culture views things in a certain way and behaves in a certain way. And those are things that you have, as a character, you've internalized. Okay. So you get, at the start of a session, you roll to determine a certain number of hold, between one and three hold. Okay. And then you can spend that hold to do moves like a monster move Mm -hmm. that happen instantaneously and immediately. Okay. And you determine between one and three heritage moves that you have at your disposal. Mm Mm-hmm. So I determined the first one for you that kind of says something about Arctic elf culture. Yes. And that is ambush from snow cover. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So at any time during the session, you could spend one hold to immediately do that. Not have to roll anything. You Mm -hmm. just do it because that's ingrained in you. So what are some other things about Arctic elves that you as a fighter in the Arctic elf culture are just capable of doing? And here are some things that I think about Arctic elves. I think that Arctic elves are a semi-nomadic people. Okay. They live in the tundra of the Arctic. Mm-hmm. I think they uh, have domesticated reindeer. Okay. And reindeer are their main source of transportation, mm-hmm. of food, of... I have a question about mm-hmm. that. Historically, with the very, very limited knowledge I have of history, animals that we use for transportation, we do not use for meat. Right? That's why yes. we don't eat horse. Well, I, guess, no, you, not I really. guess you eat bull and people would... Yeah, use, ox or is ox, very, rather. like, is used as both a draft animal and a meat animal. That's true. Okay. Um, so when I was looking into ideas for the uh, Arctic elves, I was specifically looking at the Sami people. Okay. Which are an indigenous people of Europe and Asia, which live within the Arctic Circle. Mm-hmm. And they have domesticated reindeer Mm -hmm. and they traditionally have used the reindeer for pretty much everything okay because there's not a lot of other domesticated animals that Mm -hmm. you can 
use mm-hmm. in that kind of environmental condition. Yeah. I just wanted to know, like, how my character would feel about eating them. But if it's, like, a normal, mm-hmm. they actually do eat them. Then yep. You sense. use them for food. You use them for clothing. You use them for draft. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever you need. So all parts mm-hmm. are used. Okay. Yeah. So living in the Arctic Circle, semi-nomadic people, uh, very used to the cold. Mm-hmm. What what other what is one or two other things that you think would be important to the Arctic elves, or like, that Arctic elves would be skilled at doing? I feel like being very very resourceful. There's that word in Portuguese that I always say wrong, that my my mom, my dad have corrected for us several times, but I always still say it wrong. Is that desenrascanso? Yeah, but I still I say it like that. I probably and, said it wrong, and that's apparently the incorrect way of saying it. I can't remember how to say it, but basically it means to MacGyver that shit. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like Arctic elves would probably be very good at that. Be okay. able to, like, kind of find something and be like, I, I feel like I can make this a weapon or I feel like I know what... Ha- and I feel like... I don't know if we can be that... Spe- or if I should be that specific, but I feel like specifically my warrior, my fighter, would be like, I can make anything, basically, into a weapon if you give me enough time or enough resources for that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if I find ice, droplets. I mean, that's very obvious, but, like, I know how to quickly and quickly and efficiently... Snap that off so I can stab that through your throat. I'm, I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, why don't you take the heritage move, uh, craft a temporary solution. Yeah, so it wouldn't be, like, permanent, but if I got stuck, because there was this crazy, like, snowstorm that blew through, I would be able to survive it, because I'd be able to build something really quick to, mm-hmm. to shelter me, but it wouldn't last forever. It would just last that snowstorm. Yeah. And then one more, if you can think of anything. I can't. I'm not really good at this kind of stuff. I usually have to think about it for a long time. Yeah. What if um, maybe you take something like uh, shrug off a wound or condition? Oh, because I'd be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think you're very uh, used to to dealing with dire situations, both as a Arctic elf and as a fighter. Right. That you're used to dealing with those sorts of conditions. Mm-hmm. Now that we know a little bit about Arctic Elves and we know about your heritage moves, why don't you make a character based around these kind of ideas yeah. and make a third level character? Sure. So just to give you a little bit of understanding about who your character is, you are a warrior who has set out into the frozen wastes following the ghost lights of the North Sky. Your goal is to find the dreaded lich Grimner Longbother. Okay. Grimner has tormented your kind for generations. He's become a boogeyman to the Arctic elves, something parents use to frighten their children. Mm -hmm. But he is very much real. And multiple times a year, he or an emissary or his son raid the tribes and encampments of the Arctic elves to take things from the elves. Sometimes it is their reindeer. Sometimes it is their people sometimes it is their crafts and goods but whenever grimner comes he leaves with something of the arctic elves okay so he has taken something from you Mm -hmm. what is it and you are on your you my little sister he's taken your sister he's taken my little sister okay he has taken your sister from you Mm -hmm. and you are on a quest to bring her back yes uh who is your fighter um so my fighter is thalian he is a just out of le- at, out of adolescence slash young adult elf whose sister has been stolen, and he is enraged by that. Okay. And so he's on a mission to get her back. All right. And kill the villain. 
He's built, He's his eyes are hard, and his hair is shorn. I was going for a very, very, like, he's very much a warrior. He is dedicating himself to this mission. Okay. So my options for skin were calloused, tanned, or scarred. He's all three. Okay. He's seen some shit. All right. He's all three. My best stat is strength. My worst stat is charisma. I have a signature weapon. My weapon is a spear, and it is a sharp spear and a versatile spear, which allows me to give it two ranges. So it has a reach range and a close range, and it's an ancient spear. So my thinking is that it was, um, it's like a ceremonial spear that's that's been given to me on this quest. Maybe I went to our tribe's leader and was like, I'm, I'm going, and I'm going to do this. Okay. And you can help me or, or you can try to stop me, but I am going and you won't succeed. And so I think the the leader kind of is like, yes, I understand. And I'm frustrated and I want you to win, so take this spear. Okay. Um, and then I've got some other moves, but... Yeah, and you took, and we can get to those mm-hmm. uh, when they come up, you also took uh, leather armor. I did. The option is actually for chainmail armor, but we talked about... Maybe it's, like, this leather armor that has stones, like, sewn into the front. Yeah. I'm kind of picturing, like, these, like, turquoise aquamarine mm-hmm. stones uh, over your chest. Yeah. As, like, this kind of decorative but very functional right. armor. Or maybe it also, like, in, t- in between the the stones, maybe there's some, like, antler, reindeer antler bits. Okay. Like, stone and bone? Yeah. Cool. Stone and bone. I dig that. Yeah. Uh, what are your ears like? Pointy. I'm not going to go crazy. Just pointy. Just pointy? Elvish pointy. Okay. Long and pointy. Okay. Like a bat. Like how long and big bat ears are. Really? Like that big? Not that big, but like very large. Okay. Very large. I'm into it. So, Thelene, what's your sister's name? My sister's name is Eloware. Eloware? 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 Eloware. Okay. I'm just trying to read one of the... Elvish names are hard to read if you're not used to reading <laughs> Elvish names. All right. I dig it. Elohair. Elohair. Is, is the name of your sister. And she was taken the last time Grimner Longbarther <clears throat> came to your tribe and kidnapped uh, a, a collection of... A, a group of Arctic Elves. Yes. And you have had enough of living in fear and you've marched out. And you've been following the ghost lights for days until you made it into the territory of the Red Road Lich, Grimner Longbarther. And you didn't notice it at first, but you notice it after traveling for a few days because your people depend on the stars for navigation so much, living out in the like vast snowy plains of the tundra. Yeah. You depend on the stars to navigate. And you didn't notice it at first, but you notice now that the stars have stopped moving. Huh. What else makes you very uncomfortable about being in this place? I think the color of everything I see is just a little off. Okay. So maybe it's a little too bright, or maybe they're just like slightly askew. How many colors do you normally see in the Arctic tundra? So, all right. Well, here's the thing. There would be white. Yeah. Right? But there would be varying shades of white because it's not a completely 
perfectly flat surface. There's like shadows and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there would be there's animals, so there'd be animal prints and pee and poop. Are there trees? I don't know no. anything about the tundra. I, I know nothing about the tundra. So it's just all grass. Or not all grass. I'm sorry. All snow. I mean, it's snow and rocks and... Rocks. Of, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Everything is and just... ice. Everything is off. There's like... Maybe there's a hue or maybe they're too bright or they're too dark or there's they're just off. Like everything okay. looks just a little bit weird and I can't quite put my finger on it. And that's what's making me uncomfortable is that I cannot figure out why everything looks weird. All right. So you travel for, it's hard to tell because the stars stop moving and the moon has stopped changing phase, mm-hmm. but it's been a few days that you've been above the Arctic Circle, above okay. in this, in, in the realm of Grimner Longbarther, and eventually you see off in the distance on the plain of snow mm-hmm. the red and gold longhouse palace of the red robe lich okay can i just pause you real real quick yes this is a little bit of an aside mm-hmm. i guess when you left me for australia i asked you to write me a fairy tale so you wrote me a fairy tale where the fairies kill everybody okay we're doing a christmas special where santa's evil yeah you can't ever just do anything like normal it's, I love what, what, you. I love you. I'm so excited for this. What would be I'm the so, fun in that? I'm so excited for Evil Santa. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm so excited for Evil Santa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just I like I knew this is what was going to happen, and I'm still like a little bit surprised that you're going with Evil Santa. I don't know why. Of I'm so excited. I'm, I'm excited. What what else could I do? That's true. That's true. I'm excited. Okay, so this is a picture of the tundra. This is not good audio. I'm sorry. I just needed to know what I was looking Diana at. Diana had to... I don't know. Had to Google the North Pole? No, I do, but I don't know what the tundra looks like. I know what the North Pole, kind of. You've never seen, like, a nature documentary? I've seen Santa Goes Home movies. That's what I've seen. So, no. I No. I am the worst person to be doing this. All right. Let's do this. Um... You see the Longhouse Palace Mm -hmm. of Grimner. Yes. And this is a, literally like a longhouse. And it has two large wooden double doors that are protected under like an arch. And it has three domes on top of it. Okay. Uh, One in the center is this massive dome with a huge half circle window in it. And it's plated in gold. The other two domes are smaller and also plated in gold with these long red flags, like, waving furiously in the wind. Mm -hmm. And you see uh, in the distance there is, in the distance behind it, there is a reindeer stable and a uh, herd of probably stolen reindeer Mm -hmm. kind of gathered around it and, and grazing in whatever meager grass they can get to beneath the snow. Okay. And it's in the distance, but it is there. It is the home of your boogeyman. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you do? Oh, we forgot to roll for your... Roll for your heritage move. Oh, that's right. So how do you invoke your rites of blood and tradition? How do you get in touch with your people, with your culture? I kiss the head of the spear. Okay. Because it's a ceremonial, traditional spear. Yeah. I, like, kiss the head of it. Or, I, no, no, I don't. I squeeze it real hard. 
I don't the know. head of the spear? No, like the spear itself. I'm sorry. No. Okay. No, like I think about it and I squeeze it and then I, I, okay. take, a, I take a moment. All right, Can so I do like, that? Yeah, sure. You're like reflecting on the spear and what it means. Yes. Okay. That's a really nice way of putting it. Yeah. Other than I squeeze I it. I squeeze it really hard. <laughs> I squeeze my spear real really hard. Really hard. <laughs> Roll plus wisdom. Okay. My plus wisdom is a one and I rolled a seven. So that's an eight. All right. So you hold two for your heritage moves. Okay, cool. So at any time, you can spend those one-to-one to to do any of those things automatically. Mm -hmm. Back to you are in front of the the longhouse. Right. What do you want to do? Um, Do I see any people or... No. Other than the reindeer. other than the reindeer, you don't see anything. Are you are you trying to like look closely at it? Are you trying to like? Yeah, I'm trying to scout. Discern realities. I'm scouting. Ha, ha, that's an eleven. That's that's an eleven. I rolled right. an eleven. So oh wait, th- I rolled a twelve. <laughs> okay. Because of wisdom. So uh, you hold three then, right? Yep. All right. So what do you want to? I want to know. What should I be on the lookout for? You should be on the lookout for forces that would guard Grimner's keep. Uh, this is the most powerful being that you or your people have ever known. Mm-hmm. It would not be unguarded. There's got to be something, right? Right. right. There uh, has to be. And you haven't seen anything. Right. Other than the rare, strange, mutated reindeer out in the tundra. Mm-hmm. There's been no monsters. There's been no fearful things. There's th- It can't be this easy. My immediately followed up question is, what here is not what it appears to be? There's what at first appears to be a mound of ice, right? A, a collection of ice. Right. To the right of this entrance, um, it's just like these square blocky cubes of ice mounted in a pile. Okay. And at one point, you swear you see some sort of blue glint shine off of one of the the squares of of um, ice mm-hmm. in a wholly unnatural way. How many squares of ice are there? Is it just one big pile? It's just a big pile. The question is, am I foolhardy? I did not think about this. I think you are a young, rash warrior who is going to fight the devil to get his sister back. Right. That sounds foolhardy to me. Yeah. I go up to the pile and I poke it. Like gently? No. I like stab it. Okay. Do you just walk right up to it? Yep. I walk right up to it and I stab it. Now you do have a heritage move. Right. To sneak up on it from the snow cover. But if it's not doing anything, sneaking up on it's not going to do anything. So you're just walking up to well, it? Well, okay, hold on. How far away am I from this? I um, thought I was, like, pretty close to it. No, no, you're you're distant from this oh, whole scene. Oh, I don't know why I just assumed I was closer to it. Okay. No, I mean, I think this is, like, kind of off in the distance. Oh, I had assumed it was, like, I noticed it right off to my side. No, okay. this is a good, like, half mile away. Oh, so then, no, I don't want to just walk up to it and stab it. That's silly. It will see me coming. I ambush it. I'm going to use that heritage move that I've got. And you're so spending I, a heritage move? Yeah, I'm spending a heritage move. Okay. And, and I do that thing. Cool. So... Describe yourself sneaking up to this mound of... Um, so I I see it off in the distance. Is it snowing right now? I want to say no. Okay. But I want to say that it's not snowing, but it feels like it is. I don't know. The air feels like it's snowing. Or maybe okay. I see... So it feels like it could snow any minute? Yeah. All right. 
as ridiculous as this sounds, is I am trying to sneak up on a pile of ice, mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. And so I kind of keep it in my sight, and I kind of, I keep maneuvering myself until I get behind a large snow pile that is fairly close to the ice, mm-hmm. so that I can position myself better on top of the snow pile and let kind of cover myself in snow yeah. a little. and. Make it look natural. And your suspicions are correct when you see this pile of snow rise in the form of a man carved in ice Mm -hmm. and blocky and snow covered. And a blue frozen energy courses through its body Mm -hmm. as it kind of rises and the snow falls off of its back. Mm -hmm. And it looks around the tundra as if it has sensed you, Mm -hmm. but it hasn't. I'm going to use my third question. Okay. What here is useful or valuable to me? And the way that we've used this question in the past is that it's not necessarily like a physical useful or physical value, but like what piece of information could be useful or valuable to me? Okay, yeah. Well, you know that this is an ice golem. Mm -hmm. You know that you have the drop on it. Mm -hmm. And I think you know that with enough force right off the bat, you could shatter it without much trouble. Okay. Like if you can get your spear into like the back of its neck yeah. where it's like head meets its body, yep. you can destroy it. Okay. Do I get a plus one advantage because I utilize yep. the information that I had gotten before? Yeah. Okay. I am like propelling myself at the back of this golem. Mm-hmm. So if I have to wait a little bit for it to turn around, then that's what I do. Yeah. But I, I propel myself at the back of this golem, spear first, aiming for the back of the neck. All right. Um, and I'm taking a plus one advantage because I'm acting on the information. I think at this point, you don't even need to roll because oh. you used your heritage move ambush from snow cover. So right. I don't even think you need to roll your, like, a hack and slash or right. anything. I think right now, just roll damage. Okay. So one of the moves that I took was I do an additional damage. Yep. So my damage currently is 1d10, and then another move that I took was Merciless, and I deal an additional 1d4 of damage. Yep. So I am going to be rolling my d4 and my d10 right now. So I got a 9 in total. Okay. Yeah, I think you sneak up on this on this ice golem, and you drive your spear into its right into its back, and what is the head of your spear made out of? There are legends, but we don't know. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So it's an undiscernible uh, yeah. material? Yes. Is I th- it metallic or is it... It is metallic, but it doesn't always look like it's metallic. Okay. I haven't... I don't know what else that means, but... Yeah, yeah no, I think you do the thing. You sneak up behind this beast and you leap into the air, I think, because it's it's... Huge. 10, 12 feet tall. Yeah, huge. And drive your spear right into the its back, and it cuts through the ice like it's been superheated. Like butter. Yeah. And it doesn't even make a sound as your spear kind of like drives through its body, and it cracks and falls to its knees and then melts. Mm. And yeah, you've gotten rid of that, uh, yeah. that ice golem. Woo! That was super quick. You're now standing in front of the Longhouse Palace. Okay. How in front of? 30 feet away. Okay. I actually walk around to the back. Okay. To the stables. Or oh, the, you want to go to the or, the or the courtyard, wherever the reindeer are. Okay. Yeah. So the, the reindeer are about another, like, I'm so bad at, 
like scale and measurement they are maybe like a the the stable is maybe like a football football field distance away from the longhouse okay before i go to the stable how many doors are there there's just that front door just the one big double front door are there any windows uh yes i'm gonna discern realities before i keep moving okay I got a six plus a seven. So I got a seven. All right. Um, Locked out. I am asking, what should I be on the lookout for? And here's what I'm, here's why I'm asking. Okay. I want to know how many possible entrances and or exits there are from this place. Do I notice snow is weirdly shifted in one area? Do, like, are there windows that maybe I could jump to or, or that people could come out of? Like, how many? Nope. There is just the one uh, there's just the one entrance to the to, to the longhouse and the windows. Okay. Um, so I go around to the stables. Okay. And I open up the gate and I start quietly shooing the reindeer out. And I want to start, like, them quickly moving out of that thing. Okay. Uh, you let... All, like there were some reindeer that were already outside in the tundra kind of grazing. Mm-hmm. You go and you um, let out the rest of the reindeer. Right. Do they make noise? I th- yeah, I think they do. I think they like moo. Okay. Because I think that's what reindeer do. Do they moo? Aren't they deer? Do deer move? Do we do deer moo? Yeah, I think so. I think. Do they make a noise? Do um, they like honk? Honk. Yeah, maybe they honk. I don't know. I have no idea what I sound think they, they make. Moo. I feel like they look like they would honk. Moose kind of. moo. I think. Do moose moo? I don't know. We'll YouTube it later. Okay. What's, yes, what they does move. a fox say? How okay. dare you? How dare <laughs> you the exact, this is the question we are having with a different deer, uh, with a different animal. Okay, so I, I'm not ambushing anybody, but I am kind of like not quite tapping it, but kind of using that sort of skill. I'm hiding and using the snow or the darkness to kind of just like hide myself. And I just kind of want to see if anybody comes out to see if, to inspect Okay. The reindeer. So I move myself into a position where I can kind of see if anybody's coming out. Yeah. And I hide. I'm hiding. Okay. You weren't expecting that, were you? That is not one of the things I was expecting. Ha ha. So now I need to think, because there's two things that I think could happen. Actually, I guess there's a few things I think could happen. Word to the wise, GMs. Stop planning. Yeah. Your players aren't going to do the thing you plan for anyway. I am very good at not doing the thing that he plans for. How long are you planning on waiting out here? Not long. Not long. Are you out in the stables? Can I see the door from the stables? No. I move. I I've moved myself to a position where I can kind of see the door. Okay. So I've like crouched in the shadows until I get back to the front. Okay. Um. Roll. Defy danger. Yeah. Roll defy danger to keep from being seen. Okay. Well, that's a that's just a six. So it depends on what other stat I'm adding. Well, how are you defying danger? Could it be my constitution? No. Why couldn't it be my constitution if I'm sitting and waiting? Or it's if I'm not, you're not rolling to sit and wait. You're rolling to move around the house without being seen. Could it be wisdom? Which is what? Through, How? What are you through, doing? Through you have mental to fortitude. I'm telling first. you. I'm telling you. I told you what I'm doing. I'm sneaking from shadow to shadow and moving towards the front of the house and waiting. That's okay. what I'm doing. I don't know what stat that would be. I don't know that it's necessarily dexterity. It's not like... I'm not moving fast. I think it's quick thinking. I think it's intelligence. Okay. So, well, that doesn't help me. I fail. All right. So, I get an XP for that. Yeah, go ahead and mark an XP. I I think you let out these these reindeer, hoping that someone will come. 
and they don't. No okay. one comes out of the house. Okay. I think it starts to snow, though. Okay. As you kind of move around the house and find your, uh, your way to a snowdrift that you can, mm-hmm. like, kind of set yourself up, it starts to snow, mm-hmm. and it is starting to, to snow heavily. So it's hard to see the door. It's it's hard to see, and mm-hmm. it's also getting very cold, mm-hmm. which is something that you're used to, but yeah. you're not immune to. Right, yeah. I definitely curse him under my breath because I know this is his fault. I know he's the reason it's snowing, even if he's not the reason it's snowing. He's the reason it's snowing. Mm-hmm. I have one more hold. Yes, you do. But remember, you get only you only have that one hold for the rest of the se- I know. session. I know. What is the story of Grimner that has you the most frightened of him? That he eats children. That he takes them for food for himself. Okay. And he eats them. That might be like a cop-out, but it is what I'm going with. Mildly Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, yeah. He eats them. I mean, because we don't know what he does with them. He steals our reindeer, which is our, our work and our livelihood and how we mm-hmm. f- function. And we presume he's stealing them so that he can function. Yeah. And he takes our things, we think, to curse us, okay. right? By having bits and pieces yeah. of us. And then he takes our humans to eat. Elves. I'm sorry. He takes our elves to eat. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is frightening me because he has my sister. I do not want him to eat my sister. And I want to get her back before he starts eating her. Okay. And you've already wasted so much time. I know. It's been days that you've been on this trek. I know. She could be eaten already. She could be. How heavy is this snow? How wet is it? Pretty heavy. Is it snowballable? Yes. I make a snowball and I get up. And I kind of like lob a snowball in front of me every few feet. Because I want to see if I'm going to trigger something and I want it to be triggered before I get there. Okay. So I'm like lobbing a snowball. I don't know that it would be much weight, but it would, like, I don't know if something's going to trigger something. That's kind of what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, no. Nothing. I I get up to the door, and I try to pull it open. It opens. I walk in. Spears at the ready. I just needed that to be said before anything happened. All right. Yeah, you swing open the huge, thick, wooden double doors uh, that make up the entryway to to the palace, and find yourself in a huge foyer and fancy word it's one of the few like words for a room that i know (laughs) and this foyer is again decorated in golds and reds and whites and the things that you immediately notice is that there are spiral stairs Mm -hmm. that lead up into a balcony mm-hmm. with a door mm-hmm. and beneath that balcony on the, the on the far end of the room mm-hmm. there is what appears to be a shrine mm-hmm. and then on the right and left side of the room mm-hmm. there are large doors so i have stairs or doors mm-hmm. otherwise this room is just decorated in finery mm-hmm. in gold trinkets and uh, wooden toys and quite a few things that you notice as products of the Arctic elves. Um, so I see some of my people's stolen things. Yeah, okay. ritualistic daggers, a spear that is very similar to yours, but also just like fine clothes and uh, maybe a chief's mask and all these other items that are used in your in your heritage. Mm-hmm. But no people. 
were I not on a mission to save my family, I would be tempted to take all those things because they belong to us. Mm-hmm. But fuck all those things. I barely even notice them. I go through the door on my right. You go through the door on your right? Yep. You barrel through that yep. first door? Mm-hmm. And... Head uh, first. All right. Not, not like head... I don't headbutt it, but like, you know. And uh, make your way to a... Enter into a hallway. Okay. And there is... This is a long hallway that ends in two double doors mm-hmm. and branches out into like a T. So you can see that uh, there is... Yeah. Two doors on the end, mm-hmm. and where those two doors are, the hallway also kind of tees out. Turns left and turns right. There's nothing in the hallway? Nope. It is draped with these fine tapestries and has a magnificent woven rug, but other than that, there is nothing. I head straight towards the double doors. Okay. Uh, you will stand in front of the double doors and the hallway goes left and goes right. And uh, you can see that behind, that to your left and to your right, there are also doors. Mm-hmm. Like, beh- I go on the through opposite. the double doors in front of me. Okay. You enter through the double doors and there is a long table mm-hmm. filled with food. Mm-hmm. And there is a young arctic elf placing food on the table who looks up with her eyes wide as you enter her eyes are wide and she looks very confused and on the far end of this long oak table is uh christoph grimner oh i found him already yes this is the son of grimner okay and he looks at you with his eyes wide and confused and his he has long red hair that he ties back in a bun and a finely groomed red beard mm-hmm. um and he is dressed in reds and whites and he is staring at you where is my sister as i march down the table with my spear at the ready and I'm not near him yet because I'm just going to stab him. Like, I'm clearly not stopping. I am The closer I get to him, the more enraged I'm getting. And I am just going to stab this man. Okay. The elf girl screams mm-hmm. and turns and runs through a door on the other side of, the, of this dining room. Okay. And Grimner, at the end of the table, stands up and goes, How dare you! And I think he... uh, I don't speak. I'm continuing to walk and I'm going to stab him. All right. He charges at you. I stab him. I throw my spear and I stab him. You throw your spear? Well, I guess I can't throw it if it's reach, right? You lunge your spear? I lunge my spear. Okay. Uh, I think he actually grabs like a large butcher knife Mm -hmm. off of the table. And he... uh, Why don't you roll hack and slash? Well, that's a nine. Plus strength is a... Eleven. Okay, roll your damage. All right. <laughs> That's a twelve. All right. Describe your like first lunge at Kristoff. So he grabs that butcher knife. He's coming at me, and I, I think, I rage laugh. So I look like a maniac. Okay. And I just put everything in me into stabbing him. As close to the heart as, no, his throat. Okay. 
I'm putting everything into stabbing him in the fucking throat. Okay. Yeah, I I think your um your spear hits him like in like the chest collarbone area okay. and cuts through that red robe and hits uh, a gorget that he was wearing underneath like the steel gorget and it pulls up your spear and slices across his throat mm-hmm. and blood spurts out and he screams um, and I think he rushes like to close the gap between like you and him mm-hmm. and I think he's running to go put his hand around your throat mm-hmm. what do you do? I stab him again. You're just, you're doing hack and slash again? Yep. Okay. That's not as good. That's an eight. Okay. On an eight, I deal my damage to the enemy and they make an attack on me. Alright, so roll to deal your damage. Okay. Oh, that's so not good. Guys, I used up all my good rolls. That's a three total. So I pulled my spear back, but now he's too... I think he might be too close to me, so I get it a little bit in but not enough because like now we're within we're within hand range and i only have close and reach yeah and i think you try to stab him again and you kind of or maybe you even just try to like slap like hit him with the shaft of the Mm -hmm. spear and i think it tucks up under his arm and like hits his his armor Mm -hmm. and i think he like grabs it with his other arm so he, um, like, does, like, a chokehold, but on my spear. Yeah. Okay. And he is now in with his other hand. So his one hand is, like, holding onto your spear, like, not his hand, but, like, his arm. He right. has it, like, pinched between his his arm and his chest. Um, and he has his hand wrapped around your throat. So he has you now. Right. And I think he goes to slam you against the table. Mm-hmm. What do you do? His hand is on my throat. Yeah. And he's holding my spear. Mm-hmm. This might be as simple as you just get hit. Well, I feel like I would try to maneuver... I think I would try to lever my spear. Because that's got to be an awkward position, right? Yeah. If I do some, If I, like, push my spear away from me, his hand would go... Like, his body would be thrown off balance. Uh, yeah, you could try it. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to try to kind of, like, push my spear away from me. Okay. Because that's because he's holding it, so it would, like it would lever his body. Yeah. Def- and then it might it might let go of his hand on my throat. Yeah, defy danger with strength. Okay. Well, that passed with a seven. I think he does succeed in slamming your back onto the table, mm-hmm. but you also manage to rest yourself, uh, rest your spear out from under his arm. But he has you by the throat and he slams you down into the table. Mm-hmm. Roll a d10. Okay. Two! That is not great. And that is my armor. Um, but I guess I think this is armor yeah. piercing. He's got you by the throat. He's got me by the throat. Yeah. Alright, so that's a 23. Well, that is lame. <laughs> um, he, he does have you down on the table though and he still has his hand around mm-hmm. your throat. Maybe I'm moving around too much for it to be. And uh, this, he now has like a blood mixing with his Mm -hmm. red robes his hand is on my throat yeah okay i take my hand my fingers and i shove them into the cut i put on his throat ow okay all right shoving them in there are you trying to do damage yeah all right well i'm trying to get him to let go of my throat so i can move around a little bit and maybe do some damage if it works yeah i guess do hack and slash he's dying today that's what's happening i got a 10 (laughs) Oh shit! You got ten. Yeah, because I rolled an eight, and then my strength is a two, and oh. it's two. It's strength for hack and slash. All right, yeah. Is it counterintuitive to say either you do uh, like worst damage, mm-hmm. and he lets go, 
or you do full damage and he just holds on and he like that's, manages to hold on that's what i would want i no, i want him to let go of me oh okay would it make sense to sure. say you were all right so uh roll your damage twice and take okay. the worst result all right we'll do 10 so i got an eight or a six so i take the six that's a nine that is a nine so i take the eight yep Take a two or a one. So eight plus one is nine. So that's a total nine. Okay. Yeah. He's let go of me. I have control of my spear and he's like holding his neck. Yeah, I think you're right. He, You jam your, your fingers into his, mm-hmm. into that wound and he screams and like steps back. And I think he's like putting pressure on that, on that wound now. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's standing back from you a few faces and he goes... You're insane. My father will kill you. Where is my sister? As I go to lunch for his neck again. Yeah, I don't think he says anything. I think he just comes at you with the dagger. I'm going for his neck again. Or with the knife. (laughs) That's another ten. Are you kidding? Well, no way. Yes, it is. Six plus two is eight plus plus two is ten. All right, yeah. Roll your damage. That's only a six. That's not as good. No, but it is enough to get him. I want him dead. He charges at you with the with the dagger in his or the mm-hmm. cooking knife uh, in his blood soaked hand, and you charge at him with your spear. I want it in his neck. All right, you get him. Uh, he he's running at you, and you just manage to tip up your spear and get it right through his throat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you pierce his throat, and it comes out the other side. Mm-hmm. So much that, like, severs one of the vertebrae in mm-hmm. his neck, and his head is just kind of, like, lolling now. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he's gone. Yeah. He is lifeless uh, We're on the near the table? Spear. Yeah. I kind of use my spear to make sure he's laying on top of the table of food. Okay. And then I take his clothes, and I wipe his blood off of my spear and my fingers on the clothes... And I'm debating whether or not I should carve something into his chest. <laughs> I am angry. But I think I'm on a mission. I'm not going to take the time to undress him. Okay. I continue on. All right. Well, so there are two doors here. I follow the one that the girl went through. Okay. They actually both lead to the same place. Okay. Uh, which is the kitchen. There is a large kitchen area here full of uh, boiling pots and wrought iron cooking utensils. Mm-hmm. There is, uh, like, a turkey in, um... Shit, how did you cook turkey before you had ovens? You, there, I think you I think you still roasted them. They did pig roasts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah there's like, it's like a, on a rotisserie. Mm-hmm. Above a fire, and there's a stew bubbling in a cauldron, and all kinds of other, like, just stuff. Bread mm-hmm. baking. Enough for a feast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that elven girl is not here. I am going to discern realities. Okay. I think this might be the most I've ever rolled in total ever. I'm rolling a lot. Yeah. All right. That's an eight. Plus my wisdom is a one. So nine. That's a nine. So I get to ask one thing. Yep. What should I be on the lookout for? You start investigating this this area looking for where this elf girl went Mm -hmm. and you find this section of stone like this uh 
this five foot by five foot square of stone that is slightly off it's slightly lower than the rest of the floor okay and there is a emerald gem embedded into like one corner of okay. this stone so i crouch down near it mm-hmm. and i'm kind of like looking around to see if i can see any discernible anything is there a footprint on it is there a handprint is there why is it lower like i'm trying to see if i can figure that out I'm assuming I don't because I got my information from my roll. And so I just press on it with my hand because I'm crouched near it. Are you on the five by five square? I'm not on it. I'm next to it. Okay. Inspecting it. And then when I, I'm assuming I see nothing Mm -hmm. that indicates anything. So I just press on it with my hand. Yeah. uh, Nothing happens. Okay. I stand up and I step on it. Where are you? I was standing. I was, I was crouched next to the square. Mm Mm-hmm. I am now standing up from next to the square and stepping onto the square. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, you're standing on the square? I am standing on the square. Nothing happens with you just standing on the square. Okay. I just move around the room. Okay. I take a step off the I take a step off the square to move around the room. Okay. I'll come back to it probably. Right. I just what? need to be, I'm like angry at it right now. <laughs> Cuz I touched it, nothing happened. I stood on it, nothing happened. So I'm like fuck this. I'm moving around, but I'm not leaving the kitchen yet. Okay. So I'm taking another room, taking another pass to see if I see anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I come back to that square, and I step on the emerald gem exactly. Okay. I'm going to say you were standing in the square now as you step on the gem. Yes. Yeah. And then it starts to move. Okay. I hate puzzles. I don't know why I do puzzles. Puzzles are a terrible idea. <laughs> no, you just get mad at you get mad at us when we don't figure it out right away. No, but, so you gotta give us I, some time. No, I don't get mad at you. The problem is it's frustrating. Puzzles are dumb in D and D, and puzzles are just dumb in tabletop role playing games. They don't work. I don't think that's true. It is true. I um, mean... But you step on that uh, panel. Yes. And the whole five by five square mm-hmm. starts traveling down. Okay through this tunnel Mm -hmm. uh, that is uh, lined in, like, marble. Mm -hmm. And I think we will end there. I think so. What do you think? I'm really enjoying my character and how bloodthirsty he is. Yeah, Thulian is kicking ass. Yeah, well, this is what's going to happen. Everyone is going to be freed or murdered. This house is going to get burnt to the ground. (laughs) There will be no trace of this evil Santa Claus. Okay. Cool. There will be no trace. I dig it. Vengeance will be had this night. (laughs) So thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, We appreciate you joining us for this. I hope you had fun. We had fun. We will... Continue this story. Yeah, we'll continue this. I don't know what format this is going to take, but um, we will be back next week with the second half of this uh, on Christmas. We will have the second half of the Christmas special episode. In the meantime, thank you to Zach B., our editor, without whom this would not get made. Thank you to In Love With A Ghost for the use of their song Chilling At Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. Also, thank you to At Soy Milk Coffee for the artwork that we now use for our logo. Yeah. Uh, If you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. 
it really means a lot to us and it helps others find us. It's really important if, wherever you listen to us, but especially if you could just stop by iTunes and leave a five-star review and just mention what you like about the podcast, that would be great. It helps other people to find us. It helps us to keep doing this. You can also send us an email at heartpointspod at gmail.com to let us know what you think. Hopefully good things. Yeah. But if you have suggestions for us, we'd love to hear them. If you have an idea of what Conce Sound should be doing, please let me know. <laughs> it, it would make one of us, but please let me know. Uh, please recommend us to your fellow RPG-loving friends. You can follow us uh, on Twitter at HeartPointsPod. If you could tweet about us, we would love to see it. You can tag us or hashtag HeartPointsPod, and we will mention you on the show. You can also like us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash HeartPointsPod. In the... Other than that, is that everything? Is that how we do? That is how we do. I want to thank all of the people who showed up to our live show last night. Oh, yes. Thank you for coming out and supporting <laughs> us for our first live show. It, I'm, I, you know, lots of awkward feelings sitting in my body during that. But thanks for coming out. Thanks for supporting us. Yeah, we appreciate it. So this is actually being recorded before the live show. Um, sorry, I couldn't let that go because I sounded so confused when you said that. So I don't know. Maybe the live show bombed and it was terrible and it was garbage. But Or maybe it was great and we're super, super famous now. You never know. This is coming out the day after. Yeah. So, uh, but, Thanks you for know. supporting us, though, no matter what. Uh, yeah. Zach and Diana from the past, thank you in the future for coming to our live show. Hopefully we'll get to do more. Yeah. I know we're going to have a lot of fun. So, he says about uh, himself. Yeah. While I sit here with awkward feelings in my body. Next episode comes out on the 25th on Christmas Day, and it'll be the conclusion to uh, Thelion's Revenge arc. Yeah. So we're looking forward to it. In the meantime, have a very nice holiday and a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice one. <laughs>